0: What's up, homies? What's up, homies? I'm Erica
1: and I'm Rochelle.
0: And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with us today as we dive into another spooky movie. It's that time again. The annual
1: St. Patrick's Day, baby. Let's go. We're drunk as fuck.
0: The annual drinking episode is what I was going to say. <laughs> but yeah, annual St. Patrick's Day drinking episode, but with a twist, because we're not alone this time. We have <clears throat> some very special drunk guests with us. I allegedly, I don't mean to speak for their tolerances, but I think they're drunk. So if you guys will help me welcome the final boys, Matt and Dustin. Welcome. Hey, what's
2: up? What's up, guys? It's me, Matt.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, you got to do your thing. Hi, I'm Dustin. Go for it. Hi, I'm Dustin. And I'm Matt. (laughs) We're the final boys. Is that how we do our intro? i don't remember i don't
0: remember either oh my god we
3: wing it every time we do it every single time thanks for having us guys we're really happy to be yeah thank you so much
0: that sounds right sometimes (laughs) (laughs) i think you guys do like that sometimes
3: (laughs) it sounded like something we've done before i'm sure i don't know and i'm matt
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i'm well we okay we've been drinking obviously a little bit
1: a little bit allegedly Allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly allegedly yeah. Allegedly.
0: But as is tradition, we've been playing a drinking game prior to the recording of this episode. But this time, well, this time we let the final boys pick the final choice. But me and Rochain had narrowed it already down to three movies. And then mm-hmm. you guys chose from those three movies, and you guys chose Slither. 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 Slither.
3: Such a cool yeah. name for a movie, by the way, because it's slimy. It is.
1: There's a lot of slime in this movie. It's a very a like, ooey gooey movie.
4: Mm,
3: it's it not is... a bad
1: thing. <laughs> 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 I liked it. I, don't
3: know. I, like, I like ooey gooey. <laughs> drink. <laughs> drink.
0: Yeah, we should drink, drink. We, we should drink. There's some tentacles in there that. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Drink to the ick. Made
3: me feel uncomfortable, guys. Ick, ew, gross. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, we chose a gooey, ooey, moist, wet movie to drink to and it it worked out it really worked out yeah um we actually had to make up the drinking game this time again which if you guys remember we had to do for our very first drunk episode for grabbers we had to make the game up for that one Mm -hmm. there are no drinking games for slither i guess it's just like not quite popping enough for there to be a drinking Mm. game for it which is disrespectful because i do think this movie deserves a drinking game however i will say it was also a little bit hard to make a drinking game to this but somehow we managed to do it and somehow it was too much it was too much (laughs) but also enough i'd say
1: probably i kind of love that (laughs) i will i'll be the first to say on record that i think that the drinking game was pretty on point okay okay
0: that's all i can ask what, i'm gonna say i agree okay I, yeah,
2: I agree as i well. do i
1: i think that like you you
3: mentioned up front you're like i don't, I don't know if the drink the drinking game is going to be like enough or too much and uh i'm like right down the middle <laughs> i feel like it's just just enough i mean it's been fun the whole time and uh you know i allegedly Dustin and i have been drinking I don't know. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that is all to say if you guys would like to play the slither drinking game copyright claimed i'm probably going to put it in the description for this episode so if you guys would like to play as always drink responsibly uh of course, partake. Of course. if you are 21 years of age the homies do not endorse um
1: any any underage drinking you don't do that around here um right. drink responsibly
2: we're gonna fight people that are underage drinking. Right, Ooh. guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna fight them? Yeah, we're Dude, gonna fight them. We're gonna, okay. kick that, we're gonna kick that cow's ass. <laughs> kick the cow's We're
0: ass? gonna kick
1: that cow's ass.
0: <laughs> the, the underage cow forsaking in the, the cow drinking, drinking uh... Yeah, I might throw some punches at him. I don't want to. But since you volunteered Move, us for milk. it. it's just milk, moo. The
3: cow is so cute in the movie. Oh
0: my yeah. god. You guys are fighting it? Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, we're fight that shit. I'm straight out the gate. Um, does the dog die they all do I'm gonna warn you guys oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a heavily good call. heavily animal killing film so if that is upsetting like you can still listen to the episode but just before warn maybe don't pop into this movie without kn- without knowing that it, it's but it's not it, none of these dogs look like it's not gonna be heartbreaking by any means it's all played. Mm, i don't know
1: i don't know that one dog got fucked up um i'm I'm just saying that there are a lot of doug doug a lot of dog lovers out there i just want to be uh careful for them
0: but also the 1990s cartoon doug lovers out there as well
2: (laughs) yeah there are as well a lot of doug references in this movie yeah yeah skeeter was a good character you know uh, roger (laughs) clucks good character
3: patty mayonnaise the love interest patty (laughs) mayonnaise no that's the og love right there
0: she totally was patty (laughs)
2: mayonnaise how so wait who uh elizabeth banks Banks. yeah starla Starla was was definitely patty Patty (laughs) babies everybody loved her
3: Oh. oh I thought no. she was more like, hey, Arnold, dude. I'm just saying. Uh, like, Arnold? Helga? Everyone loves, hey, oh, Arnold. Oh, Arnold. Yeah, everybody loves yeah, like Arnold. What? Oh. Starla was football Arnold. Football head? Football head.
0: He's popular, but yeah. Um, okay, we'll dive into this a little bit later, I suppose. We'll, we'll really start to yeah. we'll really look deeper into that. Um, somehow
2: we'll we'll come back to that. Yeah. Somehow.
0: Somehow yeah. that. No, I'll
2: bring it back. Wrap... It's on. It's on the tip of my yeah. mind. <laughs> He's good at it. Watch.
0: So, somehow that'll wrap back around. Um, but before we get into the breakdown of this of this movie uh we do have to dive into the scare scale uh is which true. is where we decide on a scale from one to five five being the scariest and one being not scary at all how scary is this movie so slither i'm mm-hmm. gonna start with the dustin on a scale Ooh. of one to five five being the Yay. scariest you movie all it could get be. to copy
2: me now <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey whoa 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 you think we can't think independently
2: <laughs> Definitely not. I am the leader. Here.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
2: <laughs> I got two words for you patty, mayonnaise. <laughs> this guy loves Doug.
0: Wow. <laughs> Dang.
2: I'm starting my new Doug podcast. Oh, that'd be so fun. Oh,
0: that would be nice. But on a scale of one to five. So, five is as scariest this movie could possibly be. One is I would let a, a baby watch this and I think they'd be okay. How scary do you think oh, Slither a baby? is? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. there's no scares at okay, all okay. on a one a one is like
2: well I wasn't even a two until you said babies could, could watch this movie but um maybe a th- one to five I already forgot what the scale was <laughs> hey, one, one to five allegedly we've been drinking <laughs> I've never touched movies I've, I don't even know what that is what is that what are you guys talking about um I wasn't even a two there was like one there was actually one jump scare that got me <laughs>
0: oh i think i know which one it was it like is.
2: really early in the movie it was it happened to patty manning's yeah. but like that's like the only thing that scared me but ev- everything else was just like really like uh kind of fun mm-hmm. i was gonna it a two but it, i don't want my baby to watch it okay the, my okay. alleged baby to watch it so, <laughs> you have a baby um, i thought we were <laughs> allegedly t- <have> a baby. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Whoa. allegedly um I, i'll give it a three i guess okay oh,
0: all right, right.
1: Yeah. we bumped it up all right i like it
2: well, i just don't want babies to watch it okay i <laughs> right. feel like two babies can still watch it
0: well yeah two would be like some prog-
2: there's some progressive parents out there that will let their babies watch it too
0: yeah i mean it's yeah. not you know? they're, if they're a baby it's not like a baby they i they guess they I'm thinking, won't even
1: understand
0: yeah that's what i'm thinking i guess think of baby more as um not you're not actually physically a baby baby is oh. more like you the essence
2: like a state of mind yeah, yeah, yeah. like
0: you know how some people are like oh they're okay. baby have you ever heard oh, people uh, say that
2: <laughs> I've heard like oh, one person uh, say that but I'm with you yeah, yeah. M- me baby that's what
0: yeah <laughs> like that sort of thing. So it's not like actually, I don't not like an actual baby propped up in front of Slither playing oh, in front okay, of okay, 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 But okay, <laughs> watching this no, movie. But more and so, you're like, ah, it's not that scary baby.
1: More, yeah, Shut up." Could so, be a bitch. If you are a newborn child watching Slither, we have other things to talk about right now. You got <laughs> problems, dude. You got problems. That's
2: okay, well, I'll go back to the okay,
0: 2. it yeah, was like I feel like a 2 was more where you were wanting to be. So I just had to like make that make that a little bit more clear. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah. I don't want anybody to watch this, but if you (laughs) identify as a baby, then a two. Yeah. Okay. That's respectable. That's
0: respectable. Okay. So, um, Roshane, one to five.
1: Um, I think also a two, um, there are some like slightly scary bits, but I feel like this movie overall is pretty campy, um, and a lot of it's pretty funny too. So the like gore and all that shit, it's there but you don't really care because like you're watching other things. So I'm gonna say a two out of five. Okay,
0: fair. Uh, okay, and then Matt.
3: Ooh, um, question, uh, are babies watching this? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's up to Are babies you. listening
3: right That's, now?
0: Hey, okay. shout out to Listen, all the babies. you guys brought up the whole baby thing. I already knew my
3: answer before you brought up the baby thing. Now the baby thing's bring my answer a little bit down. I'll be shout honest. Shout out to all the babies. Shout out to babies Listening that
0: to listen to this podcast, podcast too. But, there, you, I mean, do you think do you, say, you guys are crazy
2: with these babies. Say okay, it so there's No, babies no, involved, Justin, say all right What are you going to say? Do you think there's any like like mothers expecting that like are putting headphones <laughs> on their on, on their on their bellies, on their on their bellies, That's adorable. letting letting listen to the homies of horror?
0: <laughs> I mean, I would really love That's that, but I doubt it. Yeah. I don't think I don't think though that that's a thing you do with podcasts. I think that's more of a thing you do with music because Absolutely. I think you're wanting them to hear soothing tones and not the cackling of two <laughs> of two <laughs> podcasters describing decapitations and
2: <laughs> I Hey, that's soothing. Yeah, I disagree. I think yeah. that's very soothing. You, the way you guys talk, you guys have really
0: good Are you, voices, Are you
3: kidding so. me?
2: I'm gonna tell you the truth. I listen to your guys' podcast when I'm
3: doing yoga in the morning.
0: <laughs> oh, but I,
3: and that's a I listen, real that's a real statement. That's not me just like sugarcoating it. That's a real fucking statement. I was Honestly, I'm honored. Say, legitimately. I, yeah, I'm legitimately I'll be honored. Stretching. First
0: things first. <laughs>
3: Downward dog, that. and it's like Erica's talking about her love of Hellraiser,
2: and I'm like, You're this is like, tight, this is okay, real tight.
0: This is kind of relaxing. No, but I will <laughs> say, I could see someone maybe doing that for Roshane's synopsis, putting that part,
2: oh, and letting oh.
0: the baby listen to that part.
1: I'm sorry to whoever's doing that.
0: Nah, nah you bet. But um, yeah, Matt, what was it? <laughs>
3: what <you> uh, <laughs> um, realistically, I'm going to agree with everyone else so far. I'm going to go with the two. Um. I, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of like the goopy and spoopy and like the nasty tentacles and monsters and all that. But I mean, like, I feel like all of us are relatively, I I hate saying this, desensitized to a certain degree to that stuff. So yeah, two is comfortable. It's gross. But like Roshane said, it's very campy and very like approachable, even though they're showing you like, unfortunately, dead cats and dogs and cows and ripped and half humans. But it's funny the whole time. (laughs) So I'm going to go with it too.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm going to fall in there as well. Hey, yeah. It's, there we go.
3: Cool. Nice. It's
0: not, there's not really jump scares or, I well, that's a lie. There is a couple, but I think that the way that they're played off leans a little bit more into the comical. It's not going to be like, stop your heart, jump scares. Um, and yeah, the main horror in this comes from the body horror, which don't get me wrong, is makes you feel uncomfortable and kind of icky, but not In that same way that a more, like, scare-heavy movie would make you feel. So I think there's enough comedy in this to really lighten the mood. So, yeah, two out of five. I think this would be an easy one to watch for people who aren't super into horror. Um, Because I would say, as a whole, I think it leads more sci-fi. Oh, for
3: sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. It has, like, that, um, it almost feels like the faculty a little bit, Mm -hmm. where it's, like, you have, like... (laughs) <laughs> yes you have like that gross like sci-fi monster thing going on but it's like fun yeah. and it doesn't gross you out so much
0: yeah yeah so two out. Ad- that's a unanimous
1: that's two out of that's five. pretty good you know what
0: that's cool I'll drink drink. That. Drink.
1: <laughs> yeah drink. hey cheers
3: everyone drink drink
0: two out of fives drink to copying mm. dustin
3: Allegedly, allegedly drink drinking. Allegedly, we're not drinking.
1: Also, really quickly, we don't typically do this, but I think for this sp- specific podcast, I think it's important. Um, on a scale of one to five, how drunk is everyone? Ooh. Starting uh, with, allegedly. starting with the one, the only Miss Erica.
0: I knew you were gonna do that. <laughs> um, I would say. Oh, I would say I'm probably like a 3.5, but I feel myself. You know when you feel
4: yourself yeah. moving up? Yeah, punching yeah, up right now? Yeah. Yeah. You know when you're,
0: when you're somewhere and you're like, oh, as time goes along, I know I'm going to be peaking before I go back down. Because mm-hmm. I really was coasting through the whole movie. I And then we took a shot right before we started recording. And I fear that that shot has me on a roller coaster but i'm on the incline
1: very nice very nice Mm -hmm. uh matt where are you on the drunk scale
0: oh matt's a six (laughs) uh, (laughs) i
3: don't think i'm a six i think uh i'm i'm kind of with eric on this one i'm like she said like 3.5 kind of teetering that that shot is probably what did me in to be honest with you so i'm like allegedly i'm like a three point eight seven right now mm-hmm. uh i'm probably gonna hit four in the next like 22 <laughs> seconds after I'm talking but um yeah i'd say about a 3.8 is where i'm at uh punching up to a four
1: very quickly very nice very nice what? dust
2: allegedly allegedly like
1: allegedly. allegedly all is allegedly dustin
2: uh i want to be on the record i don't think baby should drink um uh i i think i'm like at 2.5 i okay. feel really good i like you kind wow. of Okay, what you said kind of inspired me. I feel like I'm like feeling myself kind of, you know. <laughs> I feel confident but like and sassy, but like <laughs> I'm not I, I don't think I'll say anything really stupid. <laughs> so Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. I will say honestly after the shot, um we're in a 4. We're in a solid 4. Oh, we're chilling. Like we're we're good chilling. We're like in a we're good spot right now.
0: We're big chilling.
1: Nice. We we are big chilling, as some would say. Okay.
3: Very cool. I appreciate that. This is yeah. this is family yeah. time. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. This is a, this is a, f- a friend family party. Chill. Just- cheers. Right here. Chills. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <Just, just laughs> <a, laughs> chills.
3: Just a just a bunch of babies watching horror movies. That's just <laughs> a bunch <laughs> of babies watching spooky just movies and. Your boy drank like 10 ounces of rum tonight, so it's <laughs> hey, feeling weird.
0: Just a bunch of babies drinking, and we're talking about Slither. Uh, dad, but we're about to send it over to our favorite bass-voiced baby, uh, Roshane,
1: uh, <laughs> Yes. To my,
0: hit us with the synopsis.
1: I got y'all. Yeah, my favorite time of the year, the drunk synopsis. All right, homies, we are entering into spoiler territory, so you have been warned. But today we're talking about. Sorry, we're talking about Slither from 2006. Uh, this movie was directed and written by James Gunn and is starring Nathan Fillion as Bill, Elizabeth Banks as Starla, Michael Rooker as Grant. G- Grant, apparently. His name is Grant Grant. Um, maybe we'll talk about that later. I don't know. That's. That's got me a little twisted right now. <laughs> In the small town of Weasley. It's called Weasley, right? That's the name of the town. <laughs> yeah. Cool, 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 cool.
0: Wait. Is it Wilsy? Yes.
1: All right. <clears throat> Stepping out. Is it actually, is it Wilsy or Wheelsy? I genuinely don't. I thought it was Wheelsy. Wheelsy. Wheelsy.
0: Wheelsy. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even Wheel-Z.
2: know this town had a name
1: yeah it's wheelsy and like their whole thing was like
3: retrofuturism yeah, which like, didn't make any sense okay the okay first
0: wheel or something
1: yeah wheelsy got you <clears throat> in the small town of wheelsley everything was fine and cool until a meteor hit and when a slimy gooey when a slimy goo, gooey <laughs> this is so hard <laughs> okay we're kind of drunk and when a slimy gooey alien takes control of one of the locals and births an army of worms. Shit gets weird. Insert late night tentacles, acid loogies, and lots and lots of meat here. Our film concludes with Starla and the local authorities teaming up against the alien menace. Will they succeed, or will the town of Wheelsley fall to the wrath of these killer worms from outer space? Also, Starla! Roll credits
0: very good that's the best that's, that's the, the best, best. that, was so,
1: good, dude,
4: that right. was so good dude that was so good
0: That's the, good. Best ever that's the gone. I loved it. typically that's a the solid least 10 minutes amount of giggles all right let's dive into slither but let's go to a different notebook a one that we've never been in before matt what's in my <laughs> notebook about Slither, well, specifically. Let me be, oh, let me be very specifically clear. Still there.
3: I was like, well, well, no, uh, this notebook right here has all my feelings in it.
0: No, the, the um, horror notebook. Yeah,
3: you know, it's my, it's my feelings <laughs> notebook. No, um, Slither is, uh Slither's, it's an interesting movie. So I actually saw Slither back in the theaters when it first came out. Um, it was playing um, in... The cr- one of the crappiest theaters around us at the time. But I was like, you know, just uh, just getting out of high school and uh, it was, or I was still in high school and it was awesome. Wait, what theater um, was it? I think it was playing at Metro Center, if I'm not mistaken. Dude, that is a shitty theater. <laughs> Metro Center was shitty. It, they tore it yeah. down. But if you guys don't know, Metro Center was actually uh, one of, I think it was the second mall in Phoenix, Arizona. And it's actually where they shot Bill and Ted. Oh, oh
1: shit. Um, That's right. I did not yeah, know that, actually. so it was a
3: very... That's where actually I actually saw a lot of movies when I was a kid. I, uh, I lived not too far from there where I could like skateboard to the bus stop and like go, go to the Harkins and see films. So, um, it wasn't too far away from me. So yeah, uh, I remember seeing this in the theater, um, and laughing my dumb teenage face off. <laughs> and, uh, you know, as I got older, I definitely watched it a few times and like for, for James Gunn's first feature film, mm-hmm, I liked it. I always liked it. I thought it was fun. But I will say what's in my notebook, Erica, to answer your question is the first thing I wrote down was this is Fred Decker's Night of the Creeps starring my boy, Tom Atkins, which I know a lot of people don't like Tom Atkins. I like Tom Atkins. Listen, he's a silver fox daddy. And, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. He's a creep. He's a fucking creep. All right. But I've met him in person. He's a very nice gentleman. And um, yeah. Yeah. This is, this is Night of the Creeps. I don't know if you guys have all seen Night of the Creeps. I have, I have but. Not. It's,
0: it's been a minute, but I have seen it. I will say... Not to dispute your Tom Atkins <laughs> <laughs> argument. I know. I
1: know. I know. <laughs> I any, know he did some questionable for roles. Any, he just did. Superfluous roles. Any
0: homies who haven't seen Nine of the Creeps and and don't know Tom Atkins like just straight off the bat. Um, if you've listened to our Halloween breakdowns, he was in Season of the Witch, <laughs> and both Roshane and I were very much confused about his sex appeal and his sex scenes. So if you guys, that's see, exactly
2: yeah. what I said too. I was just like, just I'm like, what is he doing in this movie? It Thank it makes Thank sense you. the way yeah. that she's
0: immediately not only wet but naked for this man i question i hate to say it but i question no disrespect for him but i'm gonna be
3: real but i question it. <laughs> I, you know listen I, i'm a i'm a full-grown straight male and i that's how i identify myself but i i was naked and wet for him that's as so well fair. i understand that's it
2: fair. I, we, we watched we watched we watched it together and I was like, Matt, why, what the, when did you get naked? <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my couch was soaked. dude. I don't know what happened. That's fair.
3: Um, you know, what's really funny is, um, I was actually kind of starstruck when I bumped into Tom Atkins. So we have a very, very, very small horror convention here in Phoenix and, uh, Tom Atkins actually came here a couple of years ago. It was like the year before COVID or the year of COVID whenever, like before it like ramped up and we all had to do lockdown. Um, I remember I was looking at like a merch table and someone tapped me on the shoulder and they were like, Hey buddy, can you take a photo of me and my friend? And I turned around and my answer was sure. Just instinctively. I'm like, yeah, that seems fine. And it was Tom Atkins asking me to take a photo of him and his friend Ooh. and my dumbass shut down. And I was like, I've seen every one of your movies. <laughs> and I didn't say anything. I took the photo with his iPhone and then handed it back. And I was like, Have a good one. And I fucking power walk the opposite direction. I could ask Tom Atkins uh, any question under the sun. uh, And he probably would have been cool. Or gotten a picture with him. I freaked the fuck out. You could have been like, now take a picture of us. I know. (laughs) I know. And I understand why his roles are problematic. I understand that. But Tom Atkins was in Night of the Creeps, which has a very, very, very similar plot line to Slither. And I think that's why I like Slither a lot. Mm. Because I really enjoy Night of the Creeps.
0: Um, that's fair
3: a bunch of weird an alien species comes to earth in the form of a slug creature and and, you know it enters into the the human psyche and starts merging with humans and there's a whole debacle with the town trying to fight these these you know slugs Mm -hmm. away it's very similar it's
1: very similar
3: um and i kind of love it yeah so
1: i've seen this i've seen this movie like a long time ago on television but like i never really dove deep into, like, oh, man, what, what made Slither, like, who's involved in Slither? Like, I never looked into that. And so I didn't realize that it was James Gunn, nor did I realize that it was James Gunn's directorial debut. That, to me, blew my fucking mind. I didn't under, like, I was shook. Absolutely fucking shook. Yeah,
0: great, great debut. Uh, Of course, though, when this movie came out, it was by no means a success. I think it's gained a cult following, um over the years but i mean maybe financially this movie did not seem like a success for james gunn um but i really enjoyed this movie when it first came out and i still do i think though if you go and look on it on amazon now it um like the synopsis says from the director of Guardians of the Galaxy so they're obviously like going more oh, really? off of James Gunn's later successes and and pinning it onto this movie but yeah no I was I was very much a fan of this movie which I think all three of us have seen it but this was Dustin's first time watching this movie
2: Wait this was your first time Mhm Yeah I, I today I I watched it for the first time today also I found out today that it was James Gunn directing it and also I found out today that it's his directorial debut (laughs) just now i just found that out from you guys talking (laughs) right this second (laughs) uh
1: well sorry to drop that bomb on you
3: (laughs) yeah that's that's a pretty big bomb because like james gunn when you when you say that name it's like that's a i mean i don't want to speak for everyone but like guardians of the galaxy is like some of the best marvel content Uh, that's agreed agreed Um, but
1: just i feel like that's what most people like when you hear the name james gunn like that's what at least this generation of people and like most people who are going out to movies these days that's what i think a lot of people attribute james gunn to is like all right gardens of the galaxy and then furthermore like moving forward like dc and like all the shit but Mm -hmm. like comic comic book stuff like heroes like that's what people associate james gunn with and like (laughs) When you go back and you're like, oh, also he directed Slither for his for for his first thing. You're like, um, I feel like a lot of people don't uh, know that.
3: No, no, and it's like it's like super campy horror mm-hmm. because like the the other note that I had in my notebook, Erica, was the one that I really wanted to mention is the fact that like James Gunn came from Tromaville, right? Um, James Gunn did Troma like shorts and he did like a lot of the camera work and shot a bunch of stuff for for uh, for for Lloyd Kaufman. So he's like a very Um, very big trauma guy, right? Um, And so, like, in the movie, we were just watching Slither. There's a scene, like Dustin called out, where you see Toxic Avenger on the TV screen. And Lloyd Kaufman's actually in Slither. He's actually one of the drunk characters in the background.
1: Oh, shit. So it's like, yeah, dude.
3: So, like, James Gunn came from trauma films, which, of course, are low-budget and East Coast-style horror. And uh, he just loves that whole realm. That's where he started, got his, like, his feet kind of wet in the whole genre, and then this is his first film as a director and writer, controlling the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So he had like little tidbits of like trauma film and traumaville sprinkled throughout. And as a fan of like trauma stuff, I I I love that. I think it's super cool that he still like stuck to his roots and kept that with him.
0: Yeah, I have uh, not for James Gunn specifically. I have mixed feelings sometimes about directors who use the same pool of actors over and over and over again um because it's it's worked to varying degrees for me i think just say his uh, name just
1: say rob zombie just say it just say
0: it it's right him, now no, it's him.
1: <laughs> okay okay why is okay, his bro. wife <laughs> in every film why is
3: his wife in every film of them.
0: you know it's like it's
3: i mean sherry moon's cool i <laughs> guess
0: yeah but i, I it's, like, it's like it's like you know sometimes but i will say for james gunn i think specifically it's a you have you know, these actors are very talented and I do think that they actually do fit the roles that they're being played. It doesn't feel like they're being forced into a role that they don't fit into. Like, I do think that they fit the roles that they're putting. into. True. Um, Michael Rooker is a very specific <laughs> specific <laughs> one for him. I will say Michael Rooker in this movie is like Tim is like uh, Tom Atkins for me in um, Season of the Witch. Could, um, could because... anyone
1: else play this role other than Michael Rooker, though?
2: Yeah, um, Brad Pitt.
1: <laughs> Brad Pitt. Wow. I would love to see that's swall. Slither uh, uh, with Brad Pitt. No. That sounds fantastic. Actually, uh,
2: Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> I want to switch he's it. Serious. Jason Sudeikis.
0: You know who I could have seen play this role? John C. Riley.
2: Yes,
1: Dude, absolutely. Absolutely. yeah, absolutely, actually. absolutely. Yeah, he's a great actor a great too.
0: Actor. And wow. he matches good that fucking call on that
1: one that's actually well, really fucking good but
0: be- because grant grant seemingly in this movie he's meant to be that like. Compared to Starla, he's not a looker, but it's like everybody's really drawn to him because he was like the rich kid of this town. And I feel like everybody's really charmed by that. But I don't think he's necessarily meant to be a heartthrob by any means. It's just that he was maybe the popular rich guy in school and that's carried over time. I feel like John C. Riley could very much fit into that where compared to like a young ingenue, you don't expect to see somebody with him like Mm -hmm. that, but... I believe, I would believe that John C. Riley came from a family that has money. (laughs) Like, (laughs) he's giving me rich, rich dad vibes. So I could see that.
3: (laughs) That's a really good call. I could totally see John C. Riley fitting that role perfectly. And like, maybe it's because, like, all right, I love Step Brothers. I think a movie is like so stupid, but perfect in its own way. But I could totally see that character just sliding into like the, the, not the spoiled, but like the rich kid in town vibe mm-hmm. and like totally fitting that like slightly creepy kind of like always had a silver spoon in their mouth character like mm-hmm. i i enjoy that it, like i could see him pulling that off perfectly. yeah
1: absolutely that's a good yeah call. That was really good yeah, it's really he's, a good um, yeah he's a good actor too
3: um
1: i'm kind of curious dustin because it was your first time watching this um What are your, like, general thoughts right now? Like, after, like, just finishing the movie, watching it for the first time, how are you feeling about Slither?
2: Uh, well, you know what? This movie was a lot of fun. Okay. I think, uh, I wish I did see this. So, 2006, I just graduated high school. I was, like, right, right, it was, like, as I was going to college, so I I just don't think I had much time for anything Mm -hmm. in 2006. Um... But, like, I kind of wish I did see this. I, I knew going into this movie that it wasn't going to be, like, a masterpiece, which is which is really... I've been struggling with this a lot lately, just watching, like, old movies that, like, Matt absolutely loves and being like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, you know, like, I don't get this movie. Uh, Season of the Witch is a good example of, like, he's he kind of hyped it up. And I'm like, I don't like... Like, Tom Atkins creeps me out. Like, I just don't <laughs> like him. Um, not not that I don't like him. I don't like him in that movie. I'm sure yeah. he's a fantastic guy. <laughs> uh, so like, I I have nothing. There's no sentimental value for me where like I can watch back and be like, oh, I have had these memories at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just like it was just a. I watched it for what it was was and it was just like a. I'm using this word uh, very liberally, but it was like a, a dumb horror movie. Yeah, you know, like I I I think it's definitely something worth watching, right? like it's definitely something worth watching especially like uh knowing now that it, james gunn directed it like mm-hmm. right like where he came from it's uh it was a lot of fun and i love seeing nathan fillion <laughs> like, yeah. yeah Right. he's my tom atkins um <laughs> he's my generation's tom atkins <laughs> but like uh yeah this movie was just it was just a good time mm-hmm. it, it, you have to watch it not take like not like Knowing that you're not, it's not like a serious movie. For sure, but yeah. if, if I watched it in 2006, I'd probably be like, "Let's go see it like this new." Like, I'd probably bring a date to this movie, I'm mm. thinking it was gonna mm. be like oh, a probably ho- probably like a, a horror movie, mm-hmm. like thinking they they would get scared, and I was gonna like, you know, I, share popcorn. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: do, I oh do <laughs> think this would be a great date movie, though. Like even today, I think this is a great date movie because it's like it's yeah. just horror, but just can't be enough that like mm-hmm. you can be kind of sort of scared but still enjoy it, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's Agreed. definitely leading into like that type of B movie creature mm-hmm. feature like mm-hmm. it, and it knows that. it's totally trying to do that. yeah. um so it's definitely leaning a little bit more towards the silly like classic monster movie vibe, which I really enjoy. I really love that. And I think it does it well. I think sometimes what you get into with movies that are very specifically leaning into that tone is they're, they have a hard time striking a good balance between still being a good and competent movie on its own, like standing on its own while still leaning into these B-movies of of like the past But I feel like this movie does a really great job of balancing both. And it's legitimately funny. And I feel like that is very hard to be. A lot of these movies are not actually funny. Um, But this movie actually stands up for me as far, like the humor of it, stands up pretty well. I still laughed when I watched this. And it's been a very long time since I've seen this movie. And it was better than I remembered it. But I think that's because when I first watched it back in because i don't think i saw it when it first came out i think i started seeing it when it was like playing on tv yeah so it's probably been like a few years afterwards and i remember when i saw it then i liked more of the like body horror aspects of it but i feel like now i appreciate the other side of it and like the humor of it maybe it's just because i'm older and i get the jokes more than right. I did at the time yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't know i don't know if that or if maybe i was just paying more attention to the movie than i've ever have in the past but <laughs> no i think it balances everything surprisingly well and the practical effects actually hold up mm-hmm. i mean the effects across the board because i'll even give it the stuff that is cgi for 2006.
1: Not bad.
0: It's it's, it's kind it of. pretty it's good. kind of like fucking up even movies that came out recently. It's kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's kind of punk in them. And I think that's a little bit embarrassing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, for Come sure. on now.
3: <laughs> it looks pretty good. I mean, like, I think that the practical and like CGI effects, like, they actually hold up quite yeah. well. Um, I mean, you know, it's on a budget, obviously. It's like James Gunn's first film and Universal took like a big chance with this movie, right? They were like. Hey, this dude does trauma film movies. Those are no budget, East Coast dog shit films. Let's give this kid a whole budget. See what happens. And I think they knocked it Mm -hmm. out of the park. Yeah, I I think it's super fun. Like, I I think you nailed it. Like, it's a perfect, like, date, spooky, gross, kind of like campy, almost 80s film shot in the early, mid 2000s. And, like, it gets that vibe, like, perfectly. But revisiting it, I'm like, wow, this is actually a really well done movie. Um, There's a lot that's really well done. Like the shots are really good. The way it's edited is really well. The dialogue is like douchey, but like it (laughs) works. (laughs) It works so well. Like there was a lot that, like I've seen this movie probably three, maybe four times total, but I haven't watched it in a long time. I know Roshane mentioned you haven't seen it in like probably 10 years Mm. or so. Yeah, dude, same here. And like going back to it, I'm like, holy fuck, this movie's like really well balanced for how goofy it is. And like, it is kind of like playing into those tropes of like being a campy monster movie from the eighties. And I think that's why I really appreciate it Mm -hmm. as a movie. And uh, it's got James Gunn's markings all over, right? Like we we were talking about it earlier, like Erica, you have a really good call out about the song that plays. I love that you did that because like James Gunn obviously is famous for using music to drive his dialogue and his narrative forward. And like, he totally does that in this movie and it works so well and like you have these like little like trinkets and like little like tidbits of like his style just sprinkled throughout almost like watching a
1: uh an edgar wright film that's like you watch what i was gonna edgar say dude yeah. like, it has you that, get, that, you get same that same energy absolutely absolutely like from from not just like the incorporation of horror but like the comedy and the way that like these characters exist in this world and like they still feel like real people but you can tell that they're like kind of crafted for this specific narrative and like the way that their jokes hit just the way the way that mm-hmm. the, the dialogue is i, I agreed <laughs>
3: <laughs> edgar Wright, that's what i got from this whole thing i'm like This is so well balanced. Like you can go back to watch old Edgar Wright films and be like, "Holy shit!" Even though it's like dated in a sense, like going back to Shaun of the Dead, it is dated in a sense. But you like see his style throughout the whole thing, and then you go watch Mm -hmm. Baby Driver, which is like phenomenally done, and you are like, "Oh my god, it's Edgar (laughs) Wright, no matter what, through and through." So sorry, I (laughs) I can go on a tangent about that, but that's what I got from it.
0: No, yeah, that's definitely fair. But I do want to talk about. The characters a little bit specifically i would like to start with grant because mm-hmm. i one of the drinking graham rules <laughs> was to drink every time graham made you uncomfortable or like gave you the ick and i could have just gotten drunk off of that alone because grant is a very mm, nasty He's a nasty character (laughs) to me. (laughs) There's something about... And I mean, Michael Rooker, like I said, is playing him fantastically. He's nailing, I think, everything. But Grant is just such an interesting character because I think in this sort of story, you could see them maybe having a character where he's a super good guy to start with. And then when he gets infected, it like completely changes his behavior. But he's kind of gross when we meet him and then right. he just gets grosser Yeah, because he has a little dart or what is it like a little needle thing yeah like a little needle parasites, parasites inside of yeah. his brain so now he's even more gross but the whole point of it is that it's half grant half the creature which and... is
1: i think that's the Ugh. that's the biggest thing right <laughs> it's because like he toes that line we talked about this while we were watching it too but like he he knows how to toe that line of just like uh, I am a likable character and then there's like a I'm kind of a gross yeah. character and yeah. with this movie specifically I just genuine like this is so genuine I couldn't picture anyone else in the role of Grant because mm-hmm. Grant needs to be that he needs to be that guy that like before he becomes a parasite you're still you still don't like him But he's not, like, a terrible human being. You're just, like, you're not my favorite person, but I'm cool with you. But, like, once he becomes Parasite Man, whatever the fuck happens to him, like, he still has so much of just himself that you're, like, I don't even know... How much of this is the yeah. alien?
0: Where does parasite <laughs> end exactly. and Grant like, begin? <laughs> like
1: what, like yeah. what is what is you? What is your personality and what is this like alien invasion in your body? And I I think that's one of the most beautiful things about that character is the fact that like there are so many moments in this film where he will speak and I won't know whether or not it's actually him the person or if it's him the parasite. And I think that that's very important for this character because I think that, like, even when you look at Starla as a character and, like, why do you care so much about this man who is clearly fully goo at this point? Like, he he has completely changed. But then you realize, actually, I don't know if he has. Because, like, I feel like a lot of these lines that he's using, like, halfway through the film, he's probably already said to Starla. Like, Mm -hmm. like whatever his personality is now is not too different from the guy that he was before he got infected and like i think towing that line is very important in terms of just like making this more of a like less less men in black where just like somebody is taking over this character thank
0: you for yeah that. yeah it's edgar
1: <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah he's edgar 100% thank you for saying it <laughs> yeah, sugar white Because it's, it's the same idea. I was it's it the, the, same, whole time, it's the same idea, <laughs> but there's <laughs> this weird kind of nuance that's attached to this character that I do actually enjoy. Um and I think a lot of that nuance comes from the fact that he is not a just like pitch perfect, like I do everything right character from the beginning. Like I like that he has a little bit of stank to him when we first meet him.
0: Yeah, no, he's very <laughs> he's very stanky. <laughs> so very stanky He's very I, questionable from I the get-go. I think it's 85% grant. <laughs> and I think the only bit that is this little monster is the tentacle impregnation vibes and the meat.
2: <laughs> the two-step process
0: <laughs> the two yeah the two-step authentication oh. that he has to do <laughs> yeah, yeah. tentacle
1: is not enough yeah. you need both
0: you need both tentacles
1: yeah. once for fun <laughs> once for real you know for
0: serious but yeah that that and then the the like the, the need to eat meat feel very much like the parasite but a lot of this feels like grant yeah too much of it feels like grant for me yeah where i'm like Starla, i'm scared out. like it's I'm, I'm, I do, I'm not happy that this happened sugar yeah plum. <laughs> sugar plum maybe this was the way your marriage needed to end because i fear that you would have stayed with him forever <laughs> <laughs> sounds not right
1: <laughs> that that was like their everyday day to day too right Oh like, uh, creepy creepy uh, yeah he was not he was not the best uh pre um injection insertion i don't know the right word for this but like insertion. possession well whatever oh, wow. we'll call it uh he was <laughs> he was not the best guy not the best guy um and uh, I, I will say though, Grant, I, um, I respect you and I thank you for how drunk I am in this current moment because mm. your ickiness <laughs> is why we're at the point that we're currently at. Um, because his his lines had me shivering. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. He's creepy. He's just a
3: creepy have, character.
2: There's something that, uh, you guys said earlier, like while we were watching the movie about like Michael Rooker playing. Michael Rucker and all of those movies so like I'm having a hard time even just dis- like this is a third like uh, this expanded to the third level of like between Grant the Parasite and <laughs> then, like just general. Michael Rucker as an actor <laughs> because like he always plays such icky characters that are like assholes or shitheads but they're that likable. Are, like, a likable that's the thing like, that's the that extra key to right.
1: it is like they're never like fully hateable mm-hmm. like he yeah. always adds something that you're like right. you're very clearly a shitty person but i can't help but like like you a little bit
0: well he's the Mm -hmm. he's the grinch it's like he's always has something where he's like oh but then his heart grows three sizes by the end of the movie and you're like he does love them that's what it feels like because even in this movie it's (laughs) you you think that he i mean he is a shitty guy but at the end of the day he does love starla um and even at the end when he is a giant assimilating gooey Puss. puddle <laughs> tentacle monster. Yeah. It does feel yeah. like in deep inside there he is still he does still love Starla. So it, it it's weird. It's just weird. It, you don't know how to feel about him in any specific period. Time. I mean, I know how I feel. When Starla, as a writer, died to, to the, to the umpteenth real, degree, Because
3: Oh, my God. Holy she was ready shit. to renew her vows
0: when he was half tentacle. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> We said,
3: but daddy, Dad, we, I love him. We said, Till death do
0: his part.
3: Why? Girl, you can do I'm so like, much better. Girl, Holy shit.
0: I think the the, Get the death fuck out part, of there. I think, I think it fit like i would say i would i would give you permission to leave this man and and call it a day like i don't think anybody would blame you if you wanted to keep the house
2: <laughs> yeah that's your house you fucking earned it it's actually the one of the reasons why i don't like i don't like patty mayonnaise in this movie. <laughs> it's just because like she's so she's like so goody two-shoes like everything she does is at least like i almost called him merle dixon uh <laughs> grant grant um at least Grant Grant has like he like he fucks up. He knows he's fucking up. Wants to make it up or like you know, I, I don't know. It's, she's just like such a. I don't like her. <laughs> I don't like her. I'm gonna go on the record and saying I don't like her. And also I want to go on the record as saying, uh, Merle Dixon's probably one of my favorite characters in uh, The Walking Dead. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Just his his arc is just like it's a pretty so good
1: arc. It's a pretty damn all over good the arc. place. It's a pretty damn good arc. I'm with you there.
0: <laughs> That's fair. No, and uh, yeah, I don't like her. I don't like her one bit. It's very, I don't know. I, I, I get, I get it. I get that they were trying to make it seem like she was very, I don't know, loyal. I suppose is what they were trying to make her. Yeah, that she really did love it. Because there is some debate in this movie about whether she actually loves him or whether she just married him for money and i guess through that they're like no she really does love him but also we find out that she's had some like really shitty home situations so maybe she just latched on to the first person who <laughs> who you know gave her like a stable lifestyle i don't know but it is very st- i i i i prefer her much more in the latter half of this film um yeah, because for sure. they they do a good job of giving her kind of a A good... Like, I appreciate what they do with her where she definitely is the type of character to fight back as time goes on. She's Mm -hmm. not, like, a passive character. But in the beginning, there's not... She is very much just that, like, small-town girl who's just all about her husband. And I and maybe they were playing with that because later on, he kind of gives her shit about that and she fights back. But, yeah, in the beginning, it does very much seem like she's just the trophy wife who... Yeah. Is there for is there for her husband, and is kind of willing to do whatever because because she loves him. I I don't know. Alan, if I saw if 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 tentacles and goo and and all that stuff is coming out of my husband, the way that I would have already been <laughs> in my car, the way he would have heard my car be like skirt like speeding <laughs> away is insane he would have been like damn that was the fastest i've ever seen her drive and i was like (laughs) yeah i mean
3: she didn't even try to dip out she was like hanging out she's like
1: this is my love what even to the end like like, like, even when he was straight blob she was still like my (laughs) husband is in there somewhere i can find him i can i can reach him i don't get it i don't i I mean
3: like yeah he went full society just like weird (laughs) sexual creature you know uh they had an orgy and uh she was still like that's him he's a good guy in there why you can do so much better girl get the fuck out of there dude he's a creep he's a creep i don't know he does such a good job of being creepy but like mm-hmm. you kind of want to see where his story his story goes right
1: yeah so. there, there's something like genuine about him despite the fact that he's so creepy
4: huh.
1: <laughs> <Aaron's> like <"Nah, laughs> fuck you <laughs> I agree the with you. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I, I mean, I think anyone in there,
3: and you know, in the right mind, would have dipped out at that point. Like he was becoming a literal blobbish creature of doom, and uh, she's stuck around somehow. I don't know if it was like guilt. I don't know if that yeah. was a guilt thing on the on the character's point, but like she saw him like rip apart. Like she went to the basement at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that basement yeah. scene. So she goes down to the basement. It smells like rotten meat, and she goes down there and she finds like a ton of animal carcasses, mm-hmm. right? Like a ridiculous amount. Like the entire basement's covered in like meats and carcasses and she's just like not having it. Like at that point, I think any sane human would have been like, I'm fucking good. You know, I would have dipped out. Oh man, <laughs> there is uh, there is like one thing I definitely want to call out about, um, about this movie. Cause like I had like a big smile on my face for the dumbest reason um, and it's like how like, we were talking about earlier when the movie was going on, it's like very small town vibes, right? Mm-hmm. Like they have like the, the deer cheer and they're all like excited for this like local event. Um, We're introduced to the mayor, right? Yeah. And the mayor's name is Jack McReady, And I fucking love that his name is Jack McReady. So um what it is is pretty much just James Gunn's love for John Carpenter films. Like he named it Jack McReady based off of like Jack Burton from Little uh, Big Trouble in Little China and uh McReady from uh the, the thing. thing like two of my favorite films period and I like I love that he put that little like easter egg in there um but the character Jack McReady is I don't want to assume that we're all on the same page, but he's like a greasy, gross, fucking mayor. Yeah. <laughs> but he's kind of the
1: best. But character he gets shit He's movie. the best character. He
0: has <laughs> the best. <laughs> like he's so good. he very yes, he very much get gets introduced as just the side plot kind of yeah, sleazy mare character who's just always in a bad mood, always blaming everything on everybody else. So it almost feels like he's going to be killed very quickly and he yeah. he's built up as that type of character where you see them get killed off right away. Somehow this man is is able to survive many times where he should have died and then slowly becomes one of the best characters because I feel like although Bill kind of plays that role of the audience in the way that he reacts to things. I also feel like Jack kind of does because the way that he approaches things feels very realistic in the way that I just think anybody would react to things. Mm -hmm. And because and i also think that's because after a while he's not the mayor i appreciate that they don't hold him as the mayor for the whole movie because when shit starts to happen that's like irrelevant to the situation <laughs> he's just also a person trying to survive the situation and he becomes one of the best characters as a result and so by the end of it you you want to see him survive although you know that like realistically he's not been kind of touted as that character that's meant to survive
1: no Um, but
0: you've grown attached Mm. to him by the end which you do not expect like i did not think i was gonna like this character when it started Mm -hmm. and he easily becomes one of the best comedic reliefs and one of the smarter characters in the way that he kind of approaches situations
1: yeah absolutely like the way not only like one his one letters are a1 like i fucking love them like his his comedic timing and his delivery are fucking fantastic but like yes his survival instinct in the way that he just like logistically looks at situations i love that like while we were watching and we had the whole conversation about like him being the most realistic about there's a portion where he's like Someone brings up God, and he's like, God? Why are you bringing up God in this situation? We just saw a woman inflated five times her size. God doesn't fucking exist right now. And I'm (laughs) like, yo, that's the most realistic take on this situation in this entire fucking film. Like, he's so relatable to the point where, like, even once he's turned and he's, like, chowing down somebody's arm... I'm still like on his side in a weird way where I'm almost like, I like, I know that you are like, I know that you are full worm at yeah. this point, but somehow I still support you. I don't know. You're, yeah, why. you're
0: like, oh, bon appetit. Like, <laughs> enjoy your arm, <laughs>
1: enjoy that flesh. Yeah. Yeah,
3: he's like the most likable, but like also such a shitty, gross character. He's terrible. Time, he's you know. awful. He's a terrible sleazy guy, but like it's funny to like it's fun to root for characters like that sometimes where like I know you're not probably gonna make it, but I kinda want you to. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I, I I don't know. I I really like the Mary. He says some like disgusting shit, and they like let him survive so <laughs> long in this movie. So long. I'm like, this guy should have been done, like Erica said, immediately. But nope, he fucking keeps lingering on and on. He's a survivor, apparently um and he's bitching about at one point not having any mr pig i'm like <laughs> all right this prima donna is like so ridiculous but they they keep him around and like he gets better with age so right i i love it i love that they gave him a cool name like it's a reference to john carpenter i love that he's just fucking gross but He's,
1: he's funny. Yeah. I think he's funny. He's fucking funny. funny. And then even his death, though, was hilarious when he's like, oh, my God, please kill me. I'm in so much pain. Oh, I, I've turned. Like, yeah, Bill doesn't fucking right hesitate. Not even a second thought. It's like, all right, mm-hmm. bet. It just shoots them in the fucking face. <laughs> like, okay,
4: goodbye. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah. It's over, buddy. But also, like, Bill is a character. So, Bill he's adorable that's that's like the word that i would use to describe bill because like he is like one of those characters where like hero of the story because everyone's kind of relying on him he's the he's the head of the police he's a sheriff like he's he's the one who's supposed to keep everybody safe but like Every time he's on the screen, I'm just kind of surprised that he doesn't die, which is a strange place to be, but I do appreciate his character and just how honest it is. Like, I feel like out of everybody in this crew of just kind of wacky characters, he's pretty, he's pretty like honest with his feelings like where he's at most of the times. Um he is actively chasing a married woman the entire movie, but like at least he's pure about it, you know? He's not he's not weird about it. He's just like, hey, what was that thing for you? And uh despite the fact that we are in a life or death situation, I'm gonna shoot my shot. Fuck it.
3: <laughs> just trying to be a, a good yeah. friend, partner. I, I listen, I know what his goal was. Listen <laughs> We all know what his goal was. We were like, all right, we love Nathan Fillion. He's a good actor. He's charming. It's great. He was trying to sway a married woman to leave her husband for him. Yeah. And he would always bring up points of like, remember back in the day <laughs> yeah. like,
0: Remember when you wanted me to be your bodyguard and go to we were gonna go to Hollywood together? <laughs> Starla. Worlded.
3: Remember when we we're like gonna go do some great things together, and yeah. then you married this guy, and now yeah. he's a blob. Do you remember that?
0: Yeah, <laughs> remember you're gonna know, fuck no. me, and now you have a tentacle husband. It's like mm-hmm. <laughs> Bill, <laughs> right? Bill, thank
3: you, thank. You. I mean, like we all yeah. love him because it's Nathan Fillion, right? Like he's. I I don't feel like I feel like you can introduce a Nathan Fillion character to anyone and be like, wow, that guy's really charming. It's just the way he he acts, his style, his his his. his just the way he looks essentially it's crazy nathan fillion is just a charming actor but like if you put it in the context of like you're trying to steal a married <laughs> woman away from her marriage right with like these old dreams
1: of like
0: when she know, was 14. And like to <laughs> go to Hollywood. And Which, a, and we and don't an we actor. even
1: need to go into the <laughs> specifics of that for this <laughs> for this. Oh, movie. But we do. But we we do.
4: do.
0: Let's talk about ages for a second. Yeah, let's talk about the teenager. Well, but also at that point, Ugh. she was married to a tentacle monster. So it was like after he's gone full tentacle. That's the best time I to shoot your
2: shot. But Come nobody knows, now. though. Nobody knows.
0: But after they see him i'm like okay now you can mm-hmm. you can kind of do whatever like he's he's, <laughs> yeah. he's full tentacle you've you've got free reign but yeah but but that whole story he tells about them being like 14 years old and he's 17 or some shit, um that was before he knew that i mean to be fair they knew he had a floppy arm and they knew he they knew he tried to strangle starla to death mm-hmm. so like true all accounts uh, Nathan Fillion a better choice like for sure yeah if you're gonna choose choose Nathan Fillion um, but yeah, he didn't know quite the extent of...
2: But she already chose. True. Right. True. Right. She already chose, <laughs> she was, right? She was married. She's already <laughs> <chose>. <laughs> she already chose. She
0: made the decision. She made
2: yeah. her right.
3: decision. We don't know the whole situation. She yeah, might, this she was is just doomed. a snapshot. <laughs> this is a
2: week-long thing. We don't know what happened be- right. before was this. Was it a shotgun I mean, went off? We have no <laughs> idea. Yeah. She, we she don't did. know what Nathan Fillion said to her uh, on countless prior. other occasions when he was crying. That's very true. He could have been a creep.
0: We see many photos of like grant and and starla's excuse me at least i (laughs) didn't at least i don't have the hiccups
1: we need at least one hiccup or burp in the episode or else it's not real it's not real i was like at least i don't
0: have the hiccups because that was rough last year but that was yeah (laughs) um, we see lots of pictures of grant and starla on their many marriage adventures so yeah um, though, maybe you, they can, had a good...
1: you can tell that they shot all of those pictures on the same day though i will say that oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure and they gave... we're on a ranch today guys okay <laughs> put a different hoodie michael, on
0: michael rooker like a wig or like hair <laughs> implants
2: yeah <That> fake ass <laughs> hair yeah <laughs> He looks way, he's nice way better as a bald. yeah yeah he's yeah. one
0: of those people where it's like bald is bald is, is the, the move, move. <laughs> yeah
3: patrick stewart forever. Yeah. forever you've looked 74 for like 40 years dude you're That's killing it <laughs> killing the game the <laughs> always killing it dude <laughs> yeah. yeah professor x always but um let's,
0: can we talk about the actual like invasion i guess what they're actually doing because mm-hmm. i will say that is very scary to me that what is actually going on in a worm going into your mouth and then taking over your worm. brain
1: yeah it's huge huge but it's like it's almost like a carrier though for like the tiny because i feel like the tiny worm is the problem the one that like inserts itself into your brain that's the one that you got to worry about but like the the other worms that get birthed out of brenda are like the carriers for those so like it's all in all it's a shitty situation because i feel like it's very for people who are watching it the last of us where it's like you're still kind of there but someone else is at the steering wheel right now
0: and that's scary it's it's like the
2: the queen versus the the workers Mm -hmm. i I mean you said it the the second that it happened you're like worker or you're like uh, hive mind you know you called it yeah i have mine
3: assimilation but... they want you to like join the uh the hive mm-hmm. right like you you're part of this like overall thought process and like they kind of they kind of paint that picture with the um i don't remember her name if you guys remember but like the the daughter that's in the bathtub mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so oh, like, do i remember we, i mean Dustin remembers. not remember you see um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, it's she's 25 it's she's okay. 25 it's all right. um so you see a little bit of nipple, but like they pull like almost like a Nightmare on Elm Street scene where um, I Erica, I love that you called it out like that. You would definitely feel something <laughs> wiggling around in the water. I would. Yeah. I don't I've been it's like, a, I'll be very transparent. Yeah. I've been stoned out of my fucking mind in a bathtub relaxing and like. I could hear a bird trip outside and I just immediately yeah. wake up and like, oh my God. <laughs> so imagine like a creature just like it's wiggling in the water. It's a
0: splash. It, yeah. It's not like it, it's it doesn't come up into the bathtub. It's on the side of the bathtub and it jumps in. And it's like, boop, like when it comes yeah. in. It plops in, it splashes it's a full plop. And yeah, she's got headphones in. But the way that water was vibrating,
3: you'd feel mm-hmm. it, I would you'd feel have it. I don't give a shit what anyone says. I mean like Nightmare on Elm Street, like Freddy's claw like slowly coming out of the water, mm-hmm. very slowly that might work, but a weird like long slithering creature, from the it. other side of the bath. Zone. No yeah. way you would feel the vibration of it. Um, but so like, yeah, that, that occurs. And then um, when, when the creature jumps into her mouth, we finally as an audience get to see that it's a hive mind because it gets into her mouth and she starts seeing these visions of not only grant like doing his deeds but like you see another like otherworldly yeah. shit mm. of these like creatures <laughs> killing other creatures like story. assimilating yeah. Yeah. That's, that was smart.
1: That's fucking cool. That was smart exposition. I will give him, I will give him that because like Mm. you, that sort of thing you're used to in these kind of movies, like you expect it, but like when it happens and the way that it's like incorporated into the story, I think is very smart. The fact that we get that and then that character also survives too is also a little bit, it's different enough that it's, it, Takes It takes a trope that you've already seen, but then, like, flips it a little bit. That you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. I knew what to expect, but I didn't know where the scene was actually going um, go. for the long distance. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And she survives yeah. from Chekhov's manicure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, wow. She, oh, my God. We see those That's brilliant right, the, nails the at old old the beginning. Shout and out, they dude. fucking come back to save her ass later yeah. on.
0: Because full circle, yeah. dude.
3: Fucking those teal, that teal, that teal job. She has long like. nails What's, What was your friend's name? Oh, god, Kiro, Kiro? Kiro something? Kiro? Uh, I, I don't can't remember. remember. They they said it once. We'll
0: put the. But they showed the. in. We'll nails. put the clip in. We'll put the audio clip in <laughs> so you guys you, can hear the full you. exchange. Kali, what did you do to your fingers? Kiri Kashimi down him. She's Japanese.
3: Yeah? Looks more like that Pokemon's dumb to me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: foreign stuff is classy if you knew something
0: (laughs) because yeah her nails end up becoming very important because because they're long fake acrylic nails she can dig them into the slug and pull it out of her mouth and she's the only person who successfully does that everybody else is everybody else the worm goes into their mouth and it seems horrible i mean once that worm is in it's a wrap it's people are vomiting up blood and then there's zombies um which is fun because it i feel like as an actor it would have been very fun i know that's why jenna fisher wanted to be in this movie because she Mm. wanted to play a zombie and she was married to james gunn at the time and he basically gifted this role to her for her birthday because the original actor like dropped out yeah i didn't want Um, it was like i got something else i want to be in so her wish came through and she got to be a zombie although she's only a zombie for like a a very small amount but i will say for the other actors i do think it would have been really fun to play the zombie because it's like you're half grant and then half yourself and then half slug
2: yeah well that's not Mm. half and
0: half and half that's like a third a third wait the math the math
2: hey yo listen the math checks out (laughs) we're not (laughs) mathematicians no that's
1: that honestly that's very true and that's actually one of the very few notes that i took was that i think like specifically michael roker's uh role would have been very fun to play from an actor's uh, perspective because like you like possession is a thing that you see a lot in horror and that is a fun role to play but i do think going back to the men in black thing that idea of just like you're still yourself but you also have to like imagine the idea that someone else is like taking over like your like er- uh, all of your thoughts and your feelings and stuff like that, that's a hard thing to do. It's an, And it's a hard thing, I think, to present on camera as well. And, like, I think that at least in this film uh, specifically... woo, that alcohol's hidden. Uh, this film yeah. specifically, I do think <laughs> that it's done very well, where all the characters, like, once they get hit by the worm or the slug, they will change... And you know that they've changed, but they still retain a bit of themselves. But, like, they're different enough that it stands out as, like, okay, this person's clearly zombified. Or, like, this person's clearly being taken over. But I think the incorporation of their personalities is what makes this one a little bit different. And what makes it more fun, too, is because, like, I think as a person who loves zombies and, like, loves the idea of zombies and that genre, it's fun But having personalities attached to these living beings who are being controlled also adds for a level of diversity and variety that makes your movie or your story stand out. Because even characters like, fuck, I'm going to forget his name now. Willy? Willy, right? Wally. That's his correct.
0: Wally. (laughs) Wally.
2: Damn it, Dustin. Wally. Wally. But even characters... You're <laughs> <Wheelie>. <laughs> I him ca- Wheelie. Ca- I called him Bill for the first like hour of the movie. I mean, he looks like a Bill. I dog thought he was Bill. Was Bill. Yeah. But like, even- when you, every time Wa- you guys just said Bill, I was
3: that like, guy. oh, that's, <laughs> that's fucking Bill. Man. But
1: even like Wally, like characters like that where it's like after they get um, taken over or possessed or whatever adjective you want to uh, like add to this like once that happens to them they still retain a bit of their personality and i think that's what's very unique about this and specifically this kind of invasion and i think it's a lot of fun like it's a, a lot of fun to see these people be like half alien half people and then interact with our whatever survivors we have left like that was one of the big joys of watching this one is just watching those interactions and what happens in those
3: yeah I mean, I I really do love when films do that where like you have like a tidbit or like a sprinkle of your hosts, like personality left, right? It like, it adds that humanity to it where it's like, no matter what, there's something that can always like cut through to like make sure like, hey, you know, if if Dustin got, I'm gonna use you as an example. (laughs) (laughs) So if you, If a worm slithered up <laughs> right now behind you and snuck up in your mouth, I'd be like, "Oh my oh, god!" Oh, but there's something. There's something <laughs> that I could say to him right now, knowing him so well, that would maybe trigger his humanity <laughs> back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, what would it be?
0: Yeah, what would it be? Like, what would it be?
2: Yeah. Well, what is it? I, I don't want
3: to tell them. It's a secret.
0: Oh.
2: Mm. <laughs> um. All right,
1: pulling us back a little bit. Just a tiny bit. A little bit. Uh, nah, nah, nah. for the kind of basically the ending half of this film and like once everything's popping off the 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 worm babies are birthed the <laughs> the town of we-, we-, we wheelsy is completely compromised and we're like coming into our final section here like how do we all feel about like the way that this whole story kind of ended like oh can i can i just
3: say that like The one thing that I love about small town horror films is I kind of love when a town is overtaken. I don't know what it Mm -hmm. is because like obviously my entire life I've lived in big cities, you know, whether it's East Coast or obviously now West Coast. Um, Something about like a small town being fully overtaken. Dustin, you'll know this one. Like Jack Frost is a terrible, (laughs) terrible Christmas horror film, but I adore it because it's like a small town Mm -hmm. hell. Gets taken over. Um, like and like, you know, like
1: that.
0: yeah, yeah.
3: Shit like that where it's like something about a small town just getting completely overrun is like so satisfying as an audience member where, you know, it's not realistic at all. Mm. Right. Um, this occurs in this film because of these little worms, like you're stating, like once Brenda births, all these worms, the entire town's like completely distraught, mm-hmm. right? Like they're all either dead or they're assimilating. Um, because they're either meat or they're part of the product. I don't know how else to describe that, <laughs> but that's that's the way it's portrayed. Um, I kind of love that direction. I love when movies do that because like it is so far fetched, but also like in the back of my mind, I'm like, what would happen
0: right.
3: if a situation like that occurred? Like we think, and this is just me speaking out of my ass, so please <laughs> me to shut up, but like, we think, you, you know, put a, worm in to... put a worm in my butt, yeah. fucking try it, Dustin, I'll let you, buddy. <laughs> um, so like, we think as human beings that like, we're always gonna have like a hero character, right? Or even like us ourselves, we're like, you know what? In this situation, I would handle it. We actually don't know how how we would respond in those situations. Like you might have a mental breakdown and not know that you're susceptible to those until that that situation mm-hmm. occurs, right? Um, and so like those films, they don't really portray those little side characters. They don't portray the Matt in that character. They portray the Nathan Fillion, mm-hmm. right? Who's just like that. He has no fear. He's cracking jokes with the young girl about how he's going to take all of the credit for the situation. I kind of love that they do that because I think in a real world situation, we would unfortunately, and I'm not trying to be negative. I think unfortunately we would collapse mm. oh, I'm, <laughs> as human yeah, beings, yeah. right? And like. I love the idea of, of that situation just occurring in a film. So when they do that in (sighs) Halloween kills garbage (laughs) (laughs) and and a certain, to a certain degree, I know you guys like Halloween. I love Halloween to a certain degree. Um, like the whole town fighting Michael Myers in slow-mo and him being fine. Look, that's, Yo, a, that's a whole. Like, that's a whole conversation. That's a whole different discussion. <laughs> that's a whole discussion. I'm just saying, like those situations, like our psyches would break down, and like we would have a harder time dealing with that shit. And like I, I love that they put that on film for like slither. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, whole town's overrun. Um, they do with everything from the 80s, and I just like I love that situation because it's not, it's not realistic. Most of us would collapse, or it would be shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so, but also
0: at the same time, though you saying like, oh, this wouldn't happen. It's weird because I feel like I felt very similarly. And like, I live in a small town now in the sense of technically the city that I'm in is a very, very tiny town in between the bigger, like the big cities. and But technically where I live is its own town. And like, Mm -hmm. I just think about it now when I watch movies like this and knowing that basically where I live is wheelsy in the sense of you recognize the same people you have only like a couple of restaurants and like a like a a knick store and you can go into a bar and you'll probably run into the mayor like it's like that sort of a town where i don't think it like this could happen because <laughs> if this happened on like a weekend and the one of the houses in this town got this happened and then like the worms came out it would be very very easy to overrun this town because mm. you recognize the people that are being taken over so like if my neighbor or if someone i recognized came and knocked on my door i wouldn't think twice about it i would open my fucking door and be like hey what's up you know what i mean like it's it's those little things where i feel like when i lived in the city i was like no fucking way would that happen but it's different in a small town because there's a certain camaraderie that is just built it's automatically built in living in that town where you just even though you don't know people you recognize them and you're like hey blah 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 blah, blah, or like everybody's at one bar so like um if the worms got in that bar that's everybody in that bar (laughs) it's like that that vibe so i feel like now when i watch these movies i'm like Yeah. It'd be really fucking easy to overrun a small town. And also because there's usually only there's usually only one police department and one like fire station in that town. If you need if you go further out of there, then yeah, of course like the cavalry would come in. But the immediate people that you would call, there's only one Mm -hmm. department for that. So if like the police department is out of commission, which happens in this movie, that's the closest like, those are the people who are going to be able to get there right away. Right. Otherwise, you might have to wait like 20, 30 minutes for the next big town to get there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's I g- hate to say it, but low-key, that <laughs> could happen to that's my a town. good
1: <laughs> fucking point. And that's something that I don't think I think about a lot as somebody who's mostly lived in bigger cities is the idea that like, mm-hmm. when you watch movies specifically like this one, that there are so many communities that are like this. That will watch this kind of movie and be like, fuck, that could so easily happen. Because, like, for me, I'm, like, I see any sort of invasion, like, zombie or anything like that. Living in, like, L.A., I'm, like, I'm dead. Like, I'm dead in the first day. Like, I don't have to worry about this shit. Like, I'm not going to make it longer than 24 hours. But, like, I do Mm -hmm. think that there is something to the idea that, like that person that you see every fucking tuesday that is like oh that's 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 my that's my tuesday morning i see yeah. gerald at the fucking that's, grocery yeah, store and that's that- <laughs>
0: jimmy who gives me the sandwich every morning yeah yes. <laughs> and
1: then all of a sudden one tuesday jimmy just spits acid in your fucking face you're like i don't know how to react to this <laughs> right. shit like i that, that's a very valid fucking point and i i think too like that's some that's part of the fun too of watching these kind of movies, right? Is like. You know that there at some point will probably be some kind of hero moment. But the reality of the situation is that if something like this were, were to actually happen, we're so fucked. Like, come on. Like, we're not making it out of the situation. Or at least, like, for the small town that this thing starts in, it's going to spread to the whole fucking town before this thing right. actually gets fucking contained. Like, let's be real here.
0: Yeah, because it... It's easy for it to, that's the worry, right? Is it for it to spread to the big town? Mm -hmm. It's like, which also is like, oh yeah, who cares what the fuck happens in this like 1,000 whatever population place. But the big worry is it's spreading to the bigger towns. Um, But I don't know. Yeah, I think it's pretty realistic how things happen in this movie in the sense of just because it seems like this town is so small and yeah. it seems like everybody maybe hangs out in the same areas and uh probably trusts each other very well and i also think it's pretty like i know what you're saying about like nathan feeling is kind of that hero character but i do love that he's also kind of a bumbling idiot i think that <laughs> like dust dustin yeah dustin, he yeah, really dustin pointed out how he's like holding his gun in one scene how he was, like, barely <laughs> ready to react <laughs> to any danger but also yeah in this ending bit i mean he survives off of pure luck and also oh for also sure. the fact that really only three people survive this i think is probably the most realistic aspect is that the entire town
4: is gets taken dead. out
0: but mainly because <laughs> nobody knows what's going on the only yeah. people who survive are the main three people who actually knew something was happening and then even then it's like by the skin of their teeth yeah
1: which i i give that not only to just like the movie in itself but just like james gunn as a director to present that because like what what i what i enjoy the most is the fact that this movie is so entertaining and so fun but when you look at the numbers like that like realistically it's like yo this is a this is a tragedy what happened to this poor fucking town but yeah. i spent 90 percent of this movie laughing um and i think that's something that you know it, him as a director he's he's evolved and like he's built upon this idea of like incorporating comedy into whatever genre that he's in mm. but like it's 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 not to think about that we're like uh, even watching this yeah we were drinking but like we were having a good time watching this film but you're right only three people made out of this shit there was a whole town of people who are all (laughs) dead now a whole
0: fucking town and when you think about it in these small towns something too to think about is that news spreads by word of mouth in small towns and big towns something happens immediately it's reported Mm -hmm. because it's a big city but in small towns it's word of mouth that spreads the news and then maybe it gets reported on but like there ain't no reporters who are going to be like oh today in (laughs) Wilsey, worms worms in the streets (laughs) like nobody's gonna
3: yeah worms everywhere (laughs) oh my god that's a good perspective on it I, i i think like i think that he like they tackle it really well that small town vibe like now that you're talking about it like that like I am not used to the small town vibe. So like I could see it going that direction and having like these kind of bumbling, like they stumble over themselves characters and they somehow made it out. Right. Three of them. <laughs> um, it makes it more admirable in a way. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think you just did it so well. Um, they made it fun the entire time where like you're sitting there watching it and you're like, this is dumb,
1: but I'm not mad yeah. at it. You know, like this is That's a national tragedy. This is a whole town <laughs> that just yeah. got fucking oh, wiped yeah. off the fucking map, but <laughs> by, by aliens, by bro,
3: by aliens.
1: <laughs>
2: but it's really funny how it happened. <laughs> yeah i i have a I have a hot take. Okay, Ooh. all right, hit us oh. with it.
1: Make a sizzle.
2: Elizabeth Banks is the hero of this movie. Okay, for two Ooh. reasons. She's the first person to actually no hesitation kill a zombie mm-hmm. and then ultimately has to make the sacrifice of killing her husband. Mm-hmm. She and she saves the three people that w- would be dead without her. But mm-hmm. small town. What I where I thought this was actually going to go is because the police force was like brain dead. The mayor <laughs> was brain dead. Elizabeth was like brain dead. And but like so where I thought it was gonna go, and I because I haven't seen this movie at all, was what I wanted to what I wanted to see happen was it's buck hunting season. Like the whole town is jazz about killing deer, buck mm-hmm. a deer a buck, yeah, and a buck yeah. the yeah, same thing. The whole, deer cheer. Yeah. The whole town is like, this is like their mission. This is like what they live for. Once a year, they can go just murder as many deer as they can. <laughs> So like you already have this community that's like that's kind of like built around this. The whole town is like excited for it. They have Mm -hmm. freaking hoedowns for it. Where I thought it was going to go was the police aren't doing anything about this. The people that are like directly affected by this are just getting just swarmed literally from the this creature. I thought the town was actually like the small town was going to like triumph and like mm. and s- take a break from hunting buck and then like go on a vigilante of hunting these like <laughs> slithers that i don't been, know like worms that would have right? been a really cool, be cool pivot cool. like I'm, I'm
1: because i'm not mad at where we went but that idea is actually pretty right fucking yeah numb.
2: yeah <laughs> I, I do like elizabeth banks like being the hero mm-hmm. because Nathan Fillion really didn't do anything for the movie, right? (laughs) He even had the joke of, like, hey, when I tell the story, I killed the deer. I saved you from the zombie deer, okay? So, like, and that could still be the part of, like, oh, he has this, like, story. He's the hero. But I thought it was, like, I thought it'd be cool if, like, if we got introduced a whole new set of characters that actually, like, understood, like, Hunting and like, uh, like predator instinct yeah. kind of thing where, like, where they like track and hunt absolutely deer. That's like, absolutely. that's their thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. I
1: feel you. This town's
2: built on that. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that would be cool that, to like know what, true. like, none of these mean main characters mean anything. It's the town that kind of comes together. To, mm. That to been, that would have been that, honestly,
1: would have been fucking hilarious if it was just like. Aliens, you fuck with the wrong town. We do this right, every right. fucking yeah. year. We yeah. we take a species and we fucking eradicate that shit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. That's, yeah no, that's that's a that's a really good point. Because yeah, we besides even just the like um, deer cheer dance thing. Mm-hmm. It's like even at the beginning, we get these little signs where it's like hunting licenses and get your tags here. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's obviously a very big hunting town, which we get like a little taste of. But then even when we see these people, they're not they're not played off like the most competent hunters. Right. Mm -hmm. They're very much played off like they don't really know what they're doing, which does seem a little bit strange for a town that presumably every single year has... A hunting event, and I would assume is successful at bringing deer right, yeah. back.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. or else why would they like the, the town would be overrun by deer already? Right, if, right, if deer right, were the right. issue, yeah. why are you and like a
0: whole fucking hoedown if you guys suck at hunting, yeah, yeah,
2: they're all yeah, dancing with yeah. deer. Like, wait, oh, they tricked us again. <laughs>
1: that's no that's a really cool perspective i like again i enjoy where this movie went but i would Mm -hmm. love to see like an alternate cut where it's like you know what the the whole town just gears the fuck up and just (laughs) slaughters all of these alien invaders i think that would be very fucking funny Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) i could see that would yeah that would have been cool for sure for the whole town to kind of like gear up and Mm -hmm. And have a whole no, nobody's
2: like the people that you yeah, trust and your city, the people right? People that you trust to like handle situations obviously can't do it, right? So it's like,
1: especially because yeah. like we like if you set up these characters like for a majority of the movie to be like. I don't expect you to be able to handle any sort of disaster scenario. And then, like, once we get there, like, they just absolutely wreck these things. I do Mm -hmm. think, like, going back, like, that would have been, like, if we really wanted to pull some, like, Edgar Wright shit, that's some Edgar Wright type of shit, where it's, like, the town just suits up and fucking demolishes. All of these uh slithering aliens.
0: Yeah, they come out wearing like the antlers <laughs> from the dance.
2: Oh
1: yeah.
3: The
2: most competent uh, Wally was was when he was infected by the <laughs> alien. <laughs> oh, for
3: sure. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking
2: some mean yeah, shit. Yeah. Wally's got Wally's spitting hot game right now. Like
0: <laughs> that was yeah that was like top tier Wally. Unfortunately, <laughs> but he just needed a little bit of Grant in him. Like mm-hmm. Wally was. And we all need a
2: little bit, bit of Grant, tonight, you know what I'm saying?
1: Do we, Dustin? Dewey? Just a single tentacle, not
2: <laughs> You both. especially, buddy. You need t- mm, you need two servings, baby. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm, I'll take one tentacle, yeah. not both. Please. I'll teaspoon, take the fun one, not the sexual one. A teaspoon one. of
0: Grant for me, just the <laughs> little bit of Grant. Yeah, just maybe the a little bit of the confidence. Um,
3: he's Mary Poppins, <laughs> you I don't know.
0: This is full circle. but no i i like the ending i i do like the way they kill the grand it it works it It, works it makes sense it makes sense they definitely do a little bit of a retcon when they're like oh you only need one tentacle to get pregnant Mm -hmm. it's like i saw those eggs coming (laughs) through the tent i saw them being injected into nathan phillian's body i understand maybe they weren't like fertilize but he's definitely still needs to get his fucking stomach pumped which i assume he's on his way to do at the end but he's really yeah. dead he's dead <laughs> it feels he like he doesn't survive should be dead yeah because even if, there's, later. <laughs> even if there's not eggs in him he is filled to the brim with cum and i hate Dude. to say that
2: oh no no, no. Sure. i love that you did say that
0: i hate to say that yeah. like...
2: listen if you were gonna say it i was gonna say it <laughs> someone's gonna say it yeah. he's filled with cum yeah. and he's got an infection yeah, yeah.
0: so he needs help immediately
3: <laughs> i mean he was, oozing. He, was yeah, he, wa- he was walking oozing. away <laughs> <laughs> there was jizz coming out of that man's holes i'm sorry yeah I, we all yeah. seen it so
0: <laughs> oh god yeah he needs he needs help um <laughs> he needs
2: something dude <laughs> and hopefully he's not seeing the the like town doctor he just doesn't see oh yeah nah. <laughs> oh i know right it's <laughs> the big city
1: yeah right now <laughs> Can, <laughs>
3: exactly get to
0: the city please but
3: exactly yeah. oh you know actually the doctor was voiced by rob zombie which oh, oh what?
1: yes i saw um, that on the imdb yeah. and that shit blew my fucking dude. mind what
3: That was Rob Zombie on the phone when when uh, Elizabeth Banks character when she calls the doctor to be like, "Oh, did Grant come in?" That was Rob Zombie on the other end of the phone.
0: Interesting.
3: (laughs) Fucking James Gunn called in all the favors from him doing indie films from from Mm -hmm. trauma stuff,
1: and like it, it's it's charming. I think it's so charming. Mm -hmm. Like 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 all things aside, like and granted, I enjoyed this movie a lot, but I just think like as a directorial debut fucking amazing james Gunn! like
4: this yeah. Dude, so, so
1: fucking good, good. like yeah. <laughs> this this is the kind of movie you're like yeah that was my first movie and you'd be like fuck yeah that was awesome
3: i would love to make a movie like that that was super mm-hmm. cool yeah. like a monster movie that's really well done and funny and has like a stellar cast mm-hmm. involved and the practical effects slay like I I really like this movie. Yeah, so it's, it's it's very fun.
0: well done. I feel like he had a vision and he stuck to it, and I really have to applaud that. Um, so yeah, I'd be very much pleased. It even if it wasn't successfully, even if it wasn't successfully financially successful, I would still be like pleased with what I put out. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. I'm definitely glad that. That he stuck with his vision and and did what he wanted to do because I yeah I love this movie. Also, just to throw this out here, um, there is an Elizabeth Banks kind of sex scene in this with Michael Roker. It's not really, but it's like implied, whatever. But I will say, if you want to watch a really good sex scene with Elizabeth Banks, <laughs> hold on,
2: let me get my should, pencil. <laughs> you should
0: watch. You should watch Zach and Miri make a porno.
2: Uh, dude, okay.
0: the sex scene between her With and Seth Rogen is one of my favorite sex scene <laughs> moments in any movie. And that I'll take that to the bank. That I will put my name stamp. out. You'll on take that
2: there. to the
3: to Elizabeth. The Elizabeth, bank. Bank. To <laughs> the Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> uh, it's cause they're making love in that movie. Yeah. They're not fucking.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Not. <laughs> and the song that plays. Oh, um, I—that's so
3: one of the best, like, like romantic comedy films ever, for sure. Yeah. And like, even like Jason mew's character calls it out during that scene. He's like, "What's it's going like, on?" Wow. Like, they're
0: yeah, yeah, they're
3: like making love, so and it's like good. perfect. And, and the, the rest of the movie's and, all and cool. the music's
0: <laughs> like, "I'll be with you." Oh, it's so good! <laughs> it's so good. I recommend that scene. If not, if you don't watch the whole movie, because like i could understand if you're like i'm not in the mood for this movie but that scene <laughs> is good, very yeah. much good
2: <laughs> so good play devil's uh, advocate and say i uh, i don't understand if you're not in the mood for to watch that
0: movie <laughs> i don't it's get a, it, it. It's a great, <laughs> a yeah, yeah i don't it's get it okay much... i don't understand
2: why you don't want to watch this movie right it's now
0: very good i have it on dvd i think and i was a minute in college where i was like i'm gonna watch this every day <laughs> yeah <laughs>
3: Justin Long
1: plays a great porn star, you know? Fucking Justin.
3: <laughs> Justin Long <laughs> is amazing.
2: <laughs>
1: anyway. So, this film, we, we talked about it in length. we we, we, we chit-chatted about Slither. Um, the last thing that we have to do is rate this film. And if you listen to, to our podcast before, you know that we have metrics for every movie and so um this is an open question to anyone who has any ideas what should we rate this movie out of what's a good metric for Slither Ooh Dustin's really good at this
3: Mm.
0: ooh I don't know oh what about Nathan Fallopian tube
1: (laughs) oh (laughs) holy shit we could we we could do it out of tentacle tubes if we want to make it more Mm. general. Tentacle tubes.
3: Tentacle tubes because those tentacles
0: were doing a lot. They were in this movie. they were uh, that, they were was, another, that right? was another that was another drinking game rule drink for tentacles and there are a lot of tentacles. I
1: got I got real tipsy off the tentacles. I think that's right. I got drunk.
0: Tentacles, yeah.
3: yeah. I think tentacles got me too. because there, there was two of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah every time drinks. they were on strengths or two <laughs> tentacles, yeah. That's two or drinks
0: is what it was called. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Don't
1: do that with <laughs> rum guys. I just don't I don't recommend it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: So what is it? Tentacle tubes? Tentacle it's tubes, Yeah. 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 Okay.
1: Uh, Let's we'll start with our guest Matt. Why don't you start us off out of five tentacle tubes? How many would you give slither?
3: Wow? That's so tough. Uh, <laughs> first off. I just want to say that I'm honored because uh, it is So hard to put into words how I feel about this movie revisiting after so many years now with you <laughs> uh, with this whole crew here Um can I just say that this movie is a complete ripoff of Night of the Creeps, <laughs> which I watch every October, and that's not a bad thing. So for me, I'm going to put this movie pretty okay. high up there because like, I feel like it's gotten better as I've gotten older. I'm going to give this movie a 4.4 out of 5 tentacle tubes. And the reason for that is like the practical effects and the CG worked for me, even though I know it was budget. All of the actors, the entire cast and crew worked very well in this movie and I kind of just love the setting I love the small town slithering creature you know hive mind assimilation mindset and I thought it was just fun the entire way all the way through they like I knew it was nonsense <laughs> <laughs> and not realistic but I never questioned it and I was like here for the ride and I kind of just smiled and giggled the whole time so 4.4 pretty okay. high for me and like I I really recommend Slither and James Gunn's style showing okay. the whole time. All right, all right, Dustin.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I was gonna give this a I I didn't know if we could do. You can do your points. Scores. Yeah, you, absolutely. Okay, totally cool. I was gonna give this a three point five, but I'm gonna give it a four Ooh. because I got to watch it with you guys, which was <laughs> a blast to watch. So definitely watch this movie with friends that you're not gonna take too seriously, and we'll talk and drink throughout the whole film <laughs> with you um as a new as a newbie watching this movie i thought it was a lot of fun i thought the practical effects were really cool the cgi really dates itself like anytime there's cgi in this movie you're like you know you Mm -hmm. can feel it but uh you know that's just the that was the time it was it was you know 2006 we're all uh (laughs) you know we all want to Beyond our computers, but uh, this movie was a was a lot of fun. There's it's dumb as fuck. <laughs> this is the stup- one of the stupidest movies I've ever watched with a, a group of people, but I had a lot of fun doing it. <laughs> nice, uh,
1: Erica.
0: Okay, I'm actually gonna give this a five Ooh, okay. tentacle <laughs> tubes out of five which sounds wild and feisty but the only reason i say that is because i'm thinking back on it and i don't know what i would change from mm. this movie and what i really appreciate this move appreciate about this movie is the speed at which things happen i like a movie that doesn't dawdle <laughs> <waste> its <laughs> yeah. time That's and true. i feel right, like right. and yeah and i feel like we get into the events of this movie really quick i like that we don't waste any time being like what's going on when things start to pop off it pops off and then it's just us dealing with that Mm -hmm. and i love watching our characters deal with that i love the practical effects i think that this is like the right amount this movie is just long enough for me i think the acting is really good and i think it's actually really funny even with some of the humor is dated yes i would say but even still It's funny. And I don't think you can say that for every movie from the early 2000s. For a creature feature movie, I think it kind of hits everything that I like about those. Because what I really do enjoy about those movies is the body horror aspects of them. And I think this movie does it really freaking well. Um, So yeah, I don't know. Just thinking about it, I'm like, there's literally nothing that I would change about this also um i gave like a 0.5 for the the priest zombie was like one of my favorite extras in anything i mean so i mean good. the extras in this are acting for their lives and that is not you can't always say that about extras they are they knew the assignment in this movie and i feel like they're kind of killing it and so as a result i'm immersed into this world and i'm i'm loving it Okay. As, as as the mcdonald's i ate before we recorded this so that i had
4: enough carbs
0: in my stomach to soak up the alcohol i'm loving it okay okay <laughs> all right uh- A- after oh
3: you're the way my dude's like going down at the end that priest was oh, so good perfect. so good He just like his handshaking <laughs> and shit perfect. yeah you're right you killed um,
2: it i, th- I want to give it an extra 0.25 on mine yeah i'm going to give it 4.25 <laughs> only because of what you said it's yeah, no, I think, honestly that's I think it's good. That's, I like it. that's very fucking fair. Cause like
1: <laughs> I initially think I was gonna give this a four out of five, but I think I'm gonna give it a four point five out of five. Um and like I feel like that's mostly just arbitrary because I agree with you, Erica. I don't know anything that I would change about this movie. Like I think the way that this movie is and presented is exactly the way that it needs to be. Um I guess, like, in this moment, the, like, the high-nose part of me is just like, ah, I don't think it's perfect per se, but it's so much fun. And especially if you're watching it, um, like, that's said with a group, like, this is a fantastic, like, friend movie to watch. Like, if you want to just throw something on with a group of people and have a good time, this is the fucking movie. Like, this is fan-fucking-tastic. Um, the comedy works really well. There is still enough horror in there that, like, it... Appreciates the genre and it's still there. And it's 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 good. Like it, it's it's a really fantastic film. So like it probably is a five. Like it honestly is. But like to to be safe or like I don't know. I I don't know why I'm giving a four point five out of five. But I, I'm I'm sticking to my guns here with a four point five. Um, but I still think that this is a fantastic film that anyone should see. If you haven't seen Sl- uh, Slither yet, it's worth it. Like it's it's a lot of fun. Definitely check it out with a group of friends. Um, and yeah, 4.5 out of 5. Uh, what, what was the metric again? Something tentacles?
0: Tentacle, tube. tentacle oh, yeah.
1: tubes. Tentacle tubes. Tentacle tubes. tubes.
2: Uh, yeah, that's going to be mine. Okay.
0: <laughs> this, well, this movie
2: awesome. respects your time. For sure. <laughs> it, does. Yes. it does. At, at an hour and really 15 minutes, that. you're like, I know it took us uh, almost two hours to watch it, but like, the movie wasn't that, was that long. Yeah, that, yeah, was that movie awesome wasn't hour, a that was long. Awesome. long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. You have to take drink breaks. (laughs) Allegedly allegedly, allegedly, every now and then we had to break this. It's a
3: it's a perfect party. maybe you guys Mm -hmm. know that.
0: But that is it for Slither. Um, uh, As always, we would love to hear what you guys are thinking of the movie. You can let us know on our social media. We are homies of horror on everything. Or you can email us. We are homiesofhorror at gmail.com. You can email us requests, recommendations, and business inquiries. If you'd like to talk a little bit more in depth, you can always slippity slide into our Discord. The link for that is in our social media bios. Our Discord is where we hang out with the homies all week long discussing horror, but also other random stuff. So if you want to come in there, Please do and say hello. Or you can tell The Final Boys what you think of this movie on their social media, which is.
2: Dustin's good at this part. <laughs> www. TheFinalBoys.com, We got merch, baby. Don't message us. We don't want to hear. It. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 or get us up at The Final Boys <laughs> um, on Instagram. Ever. Yeah, just uh, <laughs> on Instagram. W- <laughs> Listen, we don't have this shit. Are you still down. using Twitter? No, no I'm. Using Twitter. Yeah, I, we have Instagram. one.
3: We have a Twitter, but we're on on Instagram. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Also, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, that means that it's Monday, which means that we are streaming on Twitch tonight. Twitch is where we play spooky games with the homies. If you'd like to come through and say hello, we would love to see you. But also... Both Matt and Dustin also stream on Twitch. If you guys want to check them out, here is where, here's what they play and when they stream.
2: I only play World of Warcraft. I don't know. I didn't even know there was any other games. What games do you guys play? <laughs> yeah. World, you guys play World of Warcraft too? No, the for they play The Forest. You play World of Warcraft? There's no there's original no yet. OG. <laughs> the original one. Like, yeah, the one, one, right? uh, Class, yeah. There's only know, one of them. Classic. That's the only game I know of. So, uh, yeah, I'm at uh, at your friend Dustin. <laughs> I'm not as cool as these guys are. You
0: stream on Mondays, yeah? Two, don't you? I
2: stream Monday Monday mornings and Tuesday mornings. Okay. So so after you're done watching my ass, you can go to uh, (laughs) yeah,
0: little double double dose on Monday. Double dip. Mm -hmm.
2: Maybe take a little lunch break and then go over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. come on
0: back. (laughs) And then Matt.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I pretty much play horror games
3: just to like suffer for whoever wants to watch it. But then I also do like my tiki show on s- every other Sunday. So you can find me at Necromancer. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. You mm-hmm. know, you watch me suffer and play through Dead Space several <laughs> times in a row. So. Mm-hmm. Or Dark Souls, whatever I'm feeling. Love that, day.
0: that. And also, yeah, if you go and watch his tiki streams every other Sunday, you could learn a recipe that you could then use for the drinking game. First Slytherin. Yeah,
1: there we go. It Full circle, ties. baby. Let's go. Full circle, dude. Allegedly, allegedly.
3: allegedly. allegedly okay, allegedly. We're not. It all, all ties. It right? all ties
0: back around. Uh, but yeah, catch out all the streams and say hello and say the homie sent. If you're not on our stream, tell them the homie sent you. If you're on our stream, then just say hi. Um, but last but never least, if you are so inclined, we would love it if you would leave us a rating or a review. You can do both on Apple Podcasts. Some are ratings. And reviews reviews we get the better it recommends our show to more listeners and we just like to hear what you guys are thinking of the show also leave a rating or review for the final boys please and thank you we appreciate that they'd appreciate that and that'd be nice (laughs) oh and you can do the same thing over on spotify spotify you can only leave a rating but you can click click the stars underneath our names to leave a rating on spotify but thank you guys so much for hanging out, and thank you, Final Boys, for hanging out and and drinking allegedly with us. We had such a good time, and we love talking about Slither and many other things with you guys today.
2: <laughs> that was so much fun. oh, thank oh you also, for much. Having wait, us but also tell them it. when wait. you're
0: like, tell them where you can find your podcast and when the episode. <laughs> oh, um,
2: we weren't prepared for this. I don't know, <laughs> Dustin, this um, is quick. <laughs> you do know uh, it. Pop culture. Uh, You can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, like this one. Um, uh, Just look up The Final Boys. That's B-O-Y-S. Yeah.
0: Um, But yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for (laughs) hanging out. And we will be seeing you guys next week when we're sober and talking about another spooky movie. (laughs) Allegedly.
1: Allegedly. Allegedly. Catch you next time, homies.
0: Bye.